0: Do you want to participate in the Great Union Festival of America? Find out on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Greetings, everyone. This is Dr. Johnny, and this is another episode of pushback. Uh, I want to wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, this will be released actually on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and so it is my pleasure to be part of your day if you're tuning in or whenever you can get to the podcast. I wish you and your family a blessed holiday season. So I want to just get into specifically that. However, just a couple of other news breaking items just to talk about. Um, I've realized working in the ER, uh, that there is a fairly severe influenza outbreak going on right now. Now influenza, as you probably know, is a yearly viral infection. Um, and, how often I've been talking about viruses. Last year actually was a very good influenza season because of the social distancing and mandates and all of those things that happened. Um, We actually did not have much influenza. Uh, Interestingly, it was predicted that this year would be particularly bad. And so far that has been the case. I know the local schools here in the Staples area um, have up to 25 to 30% of the students out because of influenza. Um, So if that is you, you need to again be careful not spreading it to other people and i know it's hard to hear after everything that we've been through over the last two to three years i highly recommend getting the flu shot it's a vaccine that's been safe given every single year i've received it ever since i've been in medicine and i've never gotten influenza and those of you who have gotten influenza know that it's no joke Um, i've given this testimony before i've had big strapping farmer men in my emergency room whimpering because of the discomfort from influenza. This is not a benign, innocent little cough and cold. This is not the common cold. Um, So if we can avoid it with a simple little vaccine, a flu shot, I highly do recommend that. Uh, You might've noticed in the news that uh, um, Joe Biden, President Biden's tuition, tuition, Forgiveness plan is on hold as predicted. I did predict that legally this would be challenged and probably overturned as unconstitutional, so stay tuned to that. Um, Remember, it's very interesting, this came out right before the election, um, and I have a podcast about basically, um, this was buying votes. And it was kind of a, just a a podcast where I vented for about 25 minutes about <laughs> the absurdity of the plan, as well as the um, uh, a sort of unethical way of just simply buying votes. And it might have worked. It might have worked if that was the goal. Uh, but most likely, this isn't going to go through. Um, but stay tuned for that as well. Um, I do want to talk about thanksgiving since this is um tomorrow as this is being released um it's one of my favorite holidays it's a great clausen family tradition um as you know my brother went to medical school and as my older siblings started getting into their professions and i went to medical school christmas became much harder for us to all find time to get together (coughs) excuse me and we kind of have prioritized Thanksgiving as a time for all of our family to get together. And so my wife and I are the hosts and and, uh, we often have somewhere between 30 and 40 people in our home, all finding a place to sleep, somewhere on a floor or a couch, or it doesn't matter because we're there just for fun. And so it's become a great tradition for us and we certainly do look forward to it. We are well over 35 years of doing what's called the Turkey Bowl football game. Um, Chuck, if you're listening, my dear friend Chuck, and I started this, uh, I think, when I was a sophomore in high school, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood, and we've had a yearly football game ever since. And so now it's more of our kids and um, and generations playing, and we have so much fun. So great family traditions. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I do this podcast, and, you know, the tagline of the podcast of course, if you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. And sometimes when, when that's the heading and that's the, 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 the um, direction of the podcast, sometimes it can come off somewhat negative. And I, I don't want to do that, um, although it's important that we highlight the things in the culture where we can inject ourselves and actually bring real healing and change. And that's what this is really about. But it is good to pause and be absolutely thankful. And so I want to be real clear to you and to my listeners um, that I am extremely thankful. I'm thankful for our nation. I'm thankful for our culture. I'm thankful for the freedoms that we have. Uh, Please understand that it is my belief in our creator and his goodness that I see our culture as good and holy. And you might say, now, wait a minute. (laughs) It doesn't sound like you think our culture is great and holy and good. It's maybe not here on this earth, but when heaven invades earth, then we can expect things to shift and change. And I want to see our world as the Father sees our world. And yes, there are probably things that grieve him and things that make him sad. But at the end of the day, he loves each and every person on this earth as his children. And we need to have that perspective as well. And so because of that, I am absolutely thankful. I'm not going to sit by and be complacent. Uh, There are things that we need to go after. But I see problems as fixable. Otherwise, it's a waste of time to do this podcast, to be frank, it's a waste of time to pursue the purpose that I have in life, which I feel is central to that. Or maybe just even life in general, Because I serve a God with a higher way, and he has an answer to every one of your questions. He is the solution to every one of your problems. I think there are some listeners that just needed to hear that today. He has the answer to every one of your questions, and he is the solution to every one of your problems. Of that, I am sure And so as we lean into him, even during tough times, even when our culture isn't what we always would hope or expect it to be, he's the answer. So in summary, I'm thankful, extremely thankful for our country, for our culture, for our freedoms, for our families, and for hope for tomorrow. He is the injector of hope. And because of him and who he is, I wake up every morning feeling like problems in life are fixable and the things that he has done and ordained for us are doable there is a woman named sarah j hale you maybe have never heard of her she uh, lived in the late 19th century uh an author and a poet and she um persistently um can you persistently persist (laughs) She, she, uh, operated in persistence in pursuing a national day of Thanksgiving. And she unrelenting would write letters and use her influence, which I'll explain in a bit, but she wrote a letter from Sarah J. Hale to Abraham Lincoln dated September 28th, 1863. I'm going to read portions of this to you. Sir, permit me, as editress of the lady book, to request a few minutes of your precious time while laying before you a subject of deep interest to myself and, as I trust, even to the President of our Republic, of some importance. This subject is to have the day of our annual Thanksgiving made a national and fixed union festival. You may have observed that for some years past there have been an increasing interest felt in our land to have the Thanksgiving held on the same day in all the states. It now needs national recognition and authoritative fixation only to become permanently an American custom and institution. She goes on to say, but I find there are obstacles not possible to be overcome without legislative aid, that each state should, by statute, make it obligatory on the governor to appoint the last Thursday of November annually as Thanksgiving Day. Or, as this way would require years to be realized, it has occurred to me that a proclamation from the President of the United States would be the best, surest, and most fitting method of national appointment. And would it not be fitting and patriotic for him to appeal to the governors of all the states, inviting and commending these to unite in issuing proclamations for the last Thursday in November as the day of Thanksgiving for the people of each state? Thus, the great Union Festival of America would be established. Now, the purpose of this letter is to entreat President Lincoln to put forth his proclamation, appointing the last Thursday in November as the national thanksgiving for all those classes of people who are under the national government, particularly, and commending this union thanksgiving to each state executive. Thus, by the noble example and action of the President of the United States, the permanency and unity of our great American festival of thanksgiving would be forever secured. Excuse the liberty I have taken. With, per- with profound respect, yours truly, Sarah J. Hale, editress of the lady's book. Can I tell you a little bit about Sarah J. Hale? She was a poet, and you might recognize one of her poems. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow, <laughs> and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. That's hers. That was written by Sarah J. Hale. She was a novelist and she became editor of the Ladies' Magazine in 1828. In 1837, the Ladies' Magazine was sold and became known as the Ladies' Book. And Hale served as editor of the Ladies' Book until 1877. During her tenure as editor, Hale made the magazine the most recognized and influential periodical for women. Hale was involved in numerous philanthropic pursuits and used her position as editor to advocate the education of women. I want to highlight her for a couple reasons. First of all, it's Thanksgiving, so I celebrate her and what she did and what she accomplished. But I love the fact that she was philanthropic. I love the fact that she used her position, her place of influence, to become a culture changer. That's what this podcast is all about, is finding and recognizing the fact that we can be culture changers. So what was unique about her? She was a woman of influence. She had a bully pulpit. She had a a place where she could actually share her heart. She had an, had an avenue where she could release her opinions and her positions. She was a woman of persistence, which is often required when we look and pursue to change culture. I'm preaching to myself on this one. Don't give up. Continue. Continue to push and then push again. She was a woman of bravery to come right before even the President of the United States. She was a woman of conviction. She knew what she believed, and she knew the moral stance was good, and the high ground, and represented the Father's higher ways. And perhaps maybe most importantly, as a culture changer, she was a woman of vision. She actually could see peace and unity in the midst of a civil war. Make no mistake about it, when this was written, our country was in the middle of a civil war. Now you may say, what a weird time to ask for a day of Thanksgiving, but no, she actually saw that this was an opportunity to actually bring cultural healing to a nation. You know, I believe if we're honest with ourselves, that we also live in a country divided. Now, I'm not saying that this is a civil war represented by battle or war or bloodshed. But I believe that we can at least relate today to the pain of division. We saw it in this midterm election. We see it in our politics. We see it during COVID. We, we, we see it so often just even in our fellow countrymen. But I believe that we can read what she just wrote and, and, and read even what Abraham Lincoln wrote in response with the hope that we too can celebrate Thanksgiving with unity in mind. I'm just asking you to think about that tomorrow as we celebrate this national holiday ratified through the persistence of Sarah J. Hale as we celebrate as families and as a nation, that we think about unity in mind and and thankful for what the father has given to us as a nation and as a people here on this earth. Can we do that? Keep that in mind as I read the response by Abraham Lincoln. You know, whenever you do a podcast, it's always good to read Abraham Lincoln because he says things better than I believe any human otherwise can. But I think it's powerful and I, and I know that he is referencing one of the most horrific events in our country's history. And he is the military and, and social leader of our time during this era. And yet he receives, receives this letter from Sarah J. Hale and he sees the importance of it and calls it forth, I believe, with a prophetic utterance that sometimes only the one in charge, the leader, the president, can do. And this is his response, a proclamation. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to um, foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict while that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union. Needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle of the ship, the axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements, and the mines as well as iron and coal as of the precious metals have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege, and the battlefield. And the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect countenance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, has nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him, For such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. In testimony whereof I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed by the president, Abraham Lincoln. You can feel the pain of this man. And yet, in the midst of the pain, he can find and extract and pull the thankfulness and the gratitude that we have towards a loving father that takes care of us, that sees us through, And my friends, we are a country divided, not nearly to the extent that he is describing. And I pray that we never will again. But there is still pain and we can extract the providence of God in the middle of it. I know that we can and that we need to. And one of the best ways that we can do that is to celebrate each other, celebrate our families, celebrate the things that he's given us, and be thankful. Always, thankful. So on this Thanksgiving day, I pray a blessing over you, over your family. I am thankful for you and I'm thankful for the calling on your life and I bless it and I call it forth as needed and necessary in such a time as this. May the hand of the Provident Father extend over our land, and bring peace, love, unity, and mercy. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in, and do have a blessed Thanksgiving. Remember that you can go to pushbackculture.org, pushbackculture.org, and leave any comment, question, or future topic that you would wish to have discussed. It is my pleasure to come before you each and every week. So let's go together now to set and shape the culture.